Hello, welcome to another episode of The Money Honey, the show that brings together women in finance, construction and property. So this podcast has been created uh, by me, your host, Rosalia Lazzaratilli, the owner and CEO of Manuka Media. And because my job on a day-to-day basis is to help financial advisors get more visible on social media, that was the point of the podcast is to help more, a wider community, a bigger community get more visible on social media without having the need to be my client. So I wanted to create a podcast. Um, this is not a monetized podcast right now. So it's literally a friendly chat with me and some phenomenal industry professionals who I want to get out there on in the media. Now they're doing, some of them are doing it themselves, right? They're not waiting for me to get out there, which is phenomenal. Uh, but, but some actually are a little bit nervous about getting themselves in the press or getting themselves on a podcast or they've never done a podcast before. Even the really, really senior leaders that I'm inviting to this show have never done a podcast before. So everyone's nervous, whether they are new, whether they are experienced, whether they are senior or junior, everyone is learning something new. So that's what the, the point of this podcast is about, is to get more female faces on the screen and to also bring in male Right. So I've got some male um, candidates coming in, some male guests who are talking about what they're doing as well to contribute to the conversation, to be a part of the action, not just to be a spectator, because it's about men and women talking together. Well, I'm really excited about bringing a particular guest on the show today who I've been following in the press, okay? So my guest for today is Uliana Kuzmiz. I hope I've said her name correctly. And the reason I wanna bring Uliana on is because I've been seeing her in women trailblazers, I can't even say that word, women trailblazers, women in finance, women here, women, you know, she's been featured in so many articles that uh, promote leadership and women in leadership, but more in, in particular, women in specialist finance and development, because Oliana has over 20 years experience in credit, underwriting, development, finance, and lending. She's currently the Deputy Managing Director of Development Finance at Hampshire Trust Bank since September 2022. And Oliana previously held the role of head of development finance at Octopus Real Estate. So she's got a lot of experience. She brings a wealth of knowledge from working across various organizations and cultures spanning across two continents. So I cannot wait to see what she has got to say about not only her experience in, in development finance as a woman, but also in a senior leadership position. Oliana also has championed wellness and leadership innovation for the for the vast majority of her career, right? So she's encouraging teams to challenge the norm and dare to be different, guys. I love this. She challenges people to be different. She leads change in a unique way and brings uncompromised efficiencies and the highest levels of customer satisfaction. She aims to create best-in-class development finance division for the bank. So she is going to blow us away with no pressure at all. I can't wait to bring her on. Hi, Oliana. Hi, Rose. 
Hi, what an impressive profile that you have. Oh my God, thanks so much for the introduction. I was listening, feeling very important. <laughs> Honestly, I have been watching you on LinkedIn and this article comes out and that article comes out and I thought, why haven't I seen her before? You know that sometimes you think I've been doing this for years and, and no, you feel like no one's noticing and then all of a sudden you come to the top and you think, right, people are starting to, to listen and talk. And is, is that how you're experiencing it? Because you've started to become a bit more active on, on LinkedIn from what I can see anyway. That is true, Rose, but also maybe that's a reflection of us women coming up to the top and leading from the front, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling that with you. And I approached you out of the blue. I know perhaps you felt it was a little bit forward because I came up to you and said, I've just read this recent article. Have you heard about the Money Honey podcast? Please come on. You know, I'd love to, to interview you. How did you feel about that when I asked you to come on the show? I was glad you did, because I think when you are, there are very few women in finance or, or in particular in development finance. And the way to attract more women is being the role model, being out there, being visible, being seen. Um, I have a young, I have many young female employees, and one of them was interviewed recently. And she said, I now have two female leaders in the department. And that is what we have to do. We have to be visible in order to inspire everyone else to follow. So I feel that being on this podcast, being part of the um, being interviewed for articles, it's it's something I have to do. I, I mean, I'm enjoying it, but it's something I have to do to inspire younger generation to follow. I really love that you take responsibility. And that's what I say to a lot of my friends, clients, colleagues. I say it is your duty to be visible. We need you to be visible, whether you are scared or not, because we all are. I was scared to ask you. You were scared to maybe come on the show. But we have to break those barriers if we want the conversation to be heard. We can't just keep having the conversation in our heads. So I love the fact that you step forward as a leader, regardless what position you're in, to be visible so that the rest can follow and, and be inspired by you. Indeed. You know, I was thinking about unconscious bias and 10 years ago, if somebody said to you, um, think of a pilot, um, an airplane pilot, and nobody would think of a black woman, right? It's always white, it's always male, it's always young. Um, and now the more female pilots are out there, the more people of color out there who are pilots in media, in, in, in magazines, in movies, then suddenly when you say think about a pilot, if a pilot, you don't necessarily think about white young men anymore. It's 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 a whole range of, of of people you can think about. So yes, it's it's part of the journey. I think it's part of the job, Rose. Yes, indeed, it it really is. And and speaking of male trades and uh, women breaking into male trades, you've just reminded me of a a movie that I've recently watched called Hidden Figures. And it's about the, the black women in NASA. And oh, my goodness, what a phenomenal film. And the barriers they had to break just to, to be there. You know, they, they were there on merit, which is what I really, really loved. about. that's what I got from the film is that they were there because they deserved to be there, not because of their color or education. It's because they had 
the knowledge. Like they, they were really talented women, but they were talented in a time in the world when they were judged first on their colour. And then secondly, not only did they were they black women, they were women. So that was even another barrier that they had to break. Tell me, how is this similar to your world? Because come on, let's face it, you're not in just in banking or in finance, you're in development finance. How is that? I think, Rose, we are in a much better place right now compared to, to the time um, we, you know, you referenced to in, in the hidden figures. Um, I know some people still think they're barriers. Maybe I'm a bit lucky. Um, I don't think I am. I think the world has changed. I, I, I haven't seen too many barriers. I, I stepped into lending world, development finance world, Dec more than a decade ago, two decades in credit. And my journey hasn't been difficult. And I know it doesn't sound right to say it, but I just focused on becoming really, really good at what I do as a, as a starter. And yes, maybe women have to become exceptionally good in order to prove themselves. Maybe that's the secret for success, right? You, you, don't, just, you don't just glide through your career by being... I don't know, good looking or, 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 or white male as, 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 as it has been. That's probably came out wrong. But um, I personally was focused on becoming exceptional in terms of technical knowledge and, and, and understanding of what I'm doing. Development finance is a male dominated world indeed, but there is nothing about it that makes it unsuitable for women. There's nothing at all. Even more so, women are perfectly suitable for development finance because you need a, you need an insane attention to details when you do develop finance. There's so many moving parts, and you got to remember what was mentioned in that report and this report, and you know the report and title, and 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 does it correlate to QS report and the, in the drawings and and stuff. I'm going into technical now, but attention to details and ability to focus is key. And guess what? Women are fantastic at that. Uh, overlaid with multitasking. That's, that's part of the job requirement, overlaid with passion for exceptional customer service, empathy, um, care about customer journey. This is this, all of those qualities. We have them. We have them in abundance. So women are perfectly suited for this. Um, so I just kind of flew through the career progression in development finance, and I never felt that, oh, it's something unique and difficult. But you go to industry events, and I'm sure you have been on some. And I remember 10 years ago, I would walk into a room and there will be 300 people there. And it's just all men. And I was young and I was inexperienced and I would walk in. And, and, and you know what? I was a foreigner. Um, my English wasn't perfect. And I would think, Jesus, okay, uh, what, what am I supposed to do now? But now it's changing. It's much better. It's, we, are, we are getting there. We are making a difference. The environment is different. The atmosphere is different. There's a lot more women in those events. And some of those women are badass women. And uh, they are phenomenal. They are role models. They're leading the way. And I think this is, we are starting to break that, that the barrier. Um, and, and I'm really hoping we will succeed and we'll succeed very soon. It's not, we're not talking about our children who are going to benefit from more equality in the world. I'm talking about, you know, my junior colleagues saying few years time, in two, three, five years time, 
they will be in my position and and they will be leading the way and it will become a norm i think you're not giving yourself enough credit Juliana. <laughs> you're saying oh it wasn't that difficult for me or i haven't got any barriers and you know it's actually there's no barriers there do you think maybe i don't i haven't known i've literally known you for 12 minutes right we apart from the the conversations we've had on email and what i've read about you do you think that perhaps you're a the kind of formidable person who sees an obstacle and just takes it on as a challenge you don't take the the challenge as a as a barrier you just faced it and you just went through the barrier rather than it not being there. Can you potentially recognize that there, there might have been some barriers? For okay. Because I think, yeah. You hit the nail on the head. Okay, you know what? I'm not being fair. You're right. I am unstoppable. I don't, I don't see barriers. I go through. I believe in stuff. I go for it. Okay, you, you are right. Um, maybe I do have a secret weapon here in the back. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. And it's okay to own it. I think... I think a lot of the conversations we've been having is that some barriers, you're right, you're right, they are in your head. Like sometimes it's like there is no barriers that you're saying, you're, you're here representing women in development finance and you're saying, ladies, we want you, you can come in. There is no barrier, people want you in here, okay? That may be the case today because you are now in a senior leadership position where you're consciously thinking about bringing women in in your space right but potentially that wasn't there when you were trying to make it there I don't know I'm just speculating because I started out in specialist finance as well about seven years ago and part of my role was to do development finance it was harder for me to do development than it was commercial bridging second charges even though those are also still quite difficult for most advisors and for for a lot of people um development was that extra bit harder so i i wasn't a big fan of development but i still did it but i don't think that was a, a female thing i think that was more of a i'm i'm quite a fast-paced person and so development was too slow for me because it was there was too many areas but anyway that's just me going into my personal thing but there are a lot of men in it obviously there still is so you know how is that um, how, how do you think when you're bringing people into your team, uh, especially junior people, uh, and they're coming into a male dominated world, how do you prepare them for breaking the barriers that you broke? I think in my team, it's a lot easier because any junior hire who joins us, they are already joining an environment where female are supported, where female are female are in the leadership position so they already have got a place where it's safe to be to be a woman and also we understand I understand how how they feel I understand the fear I understand the the reluctance I understand the the self-doubt maybe um I have a junior member of the team um she used to own the bakery and she is very very inexperienced but ross she's absolutely flying through the the technical knowledge the learning the her customer service is superior and she's very very you know female and she's young but i can see so much potential in this goal and guess what i know what i need to do and i know what i need to give her to unleash that potential and and take her to as far as i can possibly take her and then just just let her 
let her thrive. And that's that's the beauty of being a female leader. We, we understand those things. And I'm not even touching on maternity and, and pregnancy and, 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 and childcare where, I mean, many men do understand that and they support their wives and they know how to support female colleagues. But I can't imagine anyone would understand what it feels like to go for birth, what it feels like to, to look after the baby, and what mortifying fear we feel when we need to come back to work and leave our children in the nursery. And you know, what those few first days and few first weeks when you come back from maternity leave, how important they are and how much support women need when they come back from maternity. I, th I think I am best equipped to to look after female members of the team in those situations my md alex upton she has got three children i mean she is amazingly equipped to deal with something like this and those little things those little adjustments we can do to accommodate those women coming back from maternity leave it's insane it makes the world of difference i, I came back from maternity leave 12 years ago rose and well that was not just full-time job. This was 12 hours a day job. This was nonstop. This was relentless. This was so stressful. I had to run and rush and get my child from school and rush back and keep working until night. I was dreaming about work. I burned out in no time, in absolutely no time. I burned out, I fell apart. And I don't think anyone understood that this was, was happening to me. And nobody knew how to support me, how to, give me any sort of, you know, landing sort of cushion to soften that blow. Um, I think now the world is very, very different. And I'm pleased to say the more women we have in the industry, in the leadership positions, the more we are able and capable of looking after women who are, you know, coming from maternity leave. We understand this stuff. You don't need to do much to support them. There's really, you know, a little flexibility, a little understanding, a little, a little, wrap around them to say you know i got you i know what you're going through do what you need to do look after your baby focus on your baby do you want flexible hours do you want do you want reduced working days while you settle in you know what do you need to to ease in uh, beautifully and comfortably and then because doing this gets you the most loyal employee you know those people won't leave those people will go way beyond for you and for your customers and for your company and for your business you know it's it's invaluable and i think women understand it that i'm sure anyone listening to that right now must have released their shoulders and just relaxed and thought yeah that's exactly why we need that diversity on at leadership level where you know, you might feel more comfortable talking about your postpartum experience with a female colleague, whether they've had a baby or not, because maybe that's just how you feel comfortable. You know, you might be able to go to your male boss and ask for flexible hours, but you won't really go into the, maybe you may not feel comfortable to go into the emotional detail uh, of why you, you are feeling the way you're feeling. And I, I feel that sometimes you know, when you're working for a male boss, and, I, and all my male bosses have been great, you know, like I have had really nice bosses, but there's always been that tiny little, like separation between us where I can't really, I haven't really felt like talking to them about like, oh, I'm having a bad period, or, 
you know, like I can't really tell them, like, I feel like a whale and I'm bloated and I've, I've got brain fog. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I can't really talk to them about that because they're also going to turn around and be like, whoa, like, I don't really know what to do with that information. So you end up just saying, oh, sorry, I, I just don't really feel well. Like, I just, you know, and and the guilt that comes with that is because it, well, this is me personally. If anyone listening, you know, it feels the same is I always felt like, well, my male counterpart doesn't get periods. So he is always in work and he's always having a great month, right? And I then come across like I'm the one that just, just that once a month, or even when I have a baby, I'm that, that weak, I don't know, makes you look, makes you feel like you're not doing the same as someone else. And sometimes you're trying to compete against the wrong competition. Like there is no competition, right? But where if you're, performing alongside what I'm trying to say is if you're performing alongside a male counterpart you're comparing yourself against something or someone that doesn't have the same situation as you do you see what I'm trying to say here indeed but you know Rose it's not about hours or days or months some people will achieve a lot more in three months than a colleague in a year it's you can literally have someone present fewer hours and but making a massive impact and that impact is come from is coming from the inner drive the motivation the loyalty the commitment to the business to the company to to the team and guess what the more you accommodate your employees the more you're looking after them the more they're going to give back to you it's not about nine to five it's not about somebody leaving at five o'clock um or somebody leaving at 6.30. That 6.30 person is not necessarily contributing more value to your business than the mom who left five minutes to five. Guess why? Because the nurseries close at six. My, my school was charging one pound a minute for every minute you're late past six o'clock. So I had to dash out of the office five minutes to five and I always felt guilty for doing this. I mean, genuinely, somebody like me, and I don't want to say extraordinary employee like myself should not be made guilty for leaving five minutes to five because I need to pick up my child from nursery. And those things have to change. And they are changing. They are genuinely changing. Well, speaking of exactly that, and um, we're not going to go into politics, but what, literally today, uh, this episode will be released later than the actual recording date. But today is the 16th of March. So yesterday we had the spring budget update and the biggest, uh, the biggest feature that I feel like everyone's talking about is about childcare and how they've, you know, increased the free allowance for the, you know, children under three. Um, but the chancellor did say that it's mostly women that are still taking care of their child and either having a career break or a complete career breakdown, as in like it's not even coming back. So we do have to make these these changes because. Of course, the, the the majority of the time is probably more likely to be the woman to be taking the time off because they're the ones that physically went through delivering a baby. Like you can't, you know, some people are like, oh, we're equal. You know, the dad will just look after the baby. So yeah, but my body was the one that just went through the, the pregnancy. So I'm still, I've still got the recovery. I've still got, you know, the hormones. I've still, so yeah, there's a lot that needs to be done on a global scale or on a national, you know, from a country's perspective, but internally within businesses, right? And 
that comes from the leadership, that comes from the top down management of how you want to treat your your staff who have been through, you know, even even men go through difficult situations postpartum, right? You know, they have to, they're, they're also not sleeping. You know, they've also got like a, you know, I, I can only imagine because I've not been through that myself. So, um, so this has been, this has been great stuff. Obviously, everyone's always welcome to come back. This is just a taster, just to give you a quick intro, just to give you a spotlight on the show. Um, I want to, you know, promote as many uh, leaders and as many people within this industry who are doing great things. Um, what would you like to say to the audience listening if you could, you know, leave them with one message from Uliana? You know, this is on the spot and this is, you know, a bit of a big question, but what would you say to them? Oh, God. Okay. Um... I would say you have got it. Believe in yourself. You have it. You're doing it right. Keep going. Don't look around. Don't think about obstacles. Just just do it. Oh, that's a bit naked. Just do it. No, just do it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, like you're saying, just, just stay focused. Just keep going. And um, obviously, there's a lot of support within the industry that they can lean on. And uh, just just when you see a barrier keep going through it right don't don't see it as somewhere that that keeps you out of that that place you know try and get through it and um on a personal note or you know if you could pick any any female uh character position it can be a cartoon it can be a celebrity it can be a personal family member but which woman out there really inspires you Oh, that's a difficult one, Rose. I don't tend to be inspired by people or women. Um, oh, when... That's interesting. No, I, can't, I don't have the idol. Um, I can't come up with, with a name. I mean, I can tell you that I'm in awe from my own boss right now, but that's a bit cheesy. Um, no, I, I love see... that. Yeah. I see her conduct interviews. I see how she presents herself. And I'm, I'm just learning. I'm just learning. It's not idle, but it's it's exceptional role model that um, I got lots to to take from. But uh, that that's 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 no, that's that's a great answer because I think often you, you don't have to be forced to give an answer that is not authentic. I think that's a great way to answer the question because you know we can say, oh, Marie Curie or Chanel was an inspiration to me, and it's like. Okay, yeah, they've, they've got great stories. They've got a great, um, you know, life, but that's probably not how you live your life. You, you don't live your life by them. And I think a lot of your inspiration comes from the people around you, regardless of what role they play in your life. You know, they they, they come in, in all shapes and sizes. It might not even be a person. It might be an object. It might be nature. It might be. So it's nice that you have a really nice team, Oliana, because actually maybe some people listening don't have a nice team, you know? I, I don't believe in not nice teams. I think people are good. Most people are good. And I think most people, most, most teams are amazing. You, you just got to give them a chance to be amazing. And if you ever end up in a bad team with a bad boss, got to leave, you got yeah. to leave. Yeah. I think what we've learned all here today, guys, from from my time with Oliana, if you're listening on the other side, uh, just like I'm listening to Oliana, what I got from today is how your perspective. OK, it's there's no bad team. For example, like there's no bad teams. It's everyone's good. You've got to give them a chance. So 
it's your perspective, you know, development finance. Yes, it's a do male dominated trade, but look, there's loads of women over here. You've just got to see them. You've just got to look for the beauty, the good, the greatness within these situations. That's what you've taught me today, Oliana. That's been really beautiful. Really great to, to have that face-to-face -face time with you and that that one-to-one -one time. I really, really appreciate it. Um, thank you again for coming on the show. How can people connect with you if they want to follow your journey and, and know more about you and, um, and Hampshire Trust Bank, Bank, for that matter, actually? Oh, link, LinkedIn would be an amazing place. Um, I do tend to um, post fairly regularly on LinkedIn um, a lot about my personal journey, but also about successes of the bank. I don't like showing off, but we are doing amazingly well. So, yeah, LinkedIn is the best place. Good. And show it off, Uliana. This is this is the, the thing that, again, women, this is a women trait that we think we're showing off if we're talking about our greatness that's that's not what what we're doing it's you have to show it off because it keeping it to yourself and keeping it hidden isn't going to benefit anyone no one's going to know about the greatness that you're doing and the, and the leadership that you're um portraying and and how you are supporting your team if we don't know about it if you don't talk about it so please 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 continue to talk about the greatness that you're doing you anyone listening to this because if you don't talk about it who will no one else is going to wake up one day and say, hmm, I think I'm going to post about Oliana. Yeah, I think people should. No one's going to do that. So we have to sh share the story ourselves because you just never know who's listening and who it could help. Again, if you're listening, thank you for joining this conversation with me and Oliana. I hope it's been beneficial to you. In the show notes, you'll get access to Oliana's link to LinkedIn so you can connect and you can follow her amazing story. And please do like and subscribe to this channel if you want to hear from more amazing speakers or if you know anyone that you would love to see on the show, then drop me a message and you can nominate anyone that you think should absolutely get a spotlight on this show. I would love to have them on. Thank you again. Thank you very much.